Good morning. Today is Thursday, May 6th, 2021. This week's Torah portion is the double Parsha, Bahar Buchukosai. And in the first, in Bahar, there is a Pasuk, a verse that reads as follows. Velosonu ish es amiso. You shall not oppress your fellow. Viaresa melokecha. You shall fear your God. Ki ani Hashem elokechem, I am the Lord your God. So Rashi quotes the Talmud, who says that Kan his here al onaz dvarim. Here the Torah is warning us concerning a prohibition called onaz dvarim, which means hurtful speech. And Rashi continues, and if a person should say, how can anybody know if my intentions were bad? For that reason, the Torah says, you shall fear your God. The knower of all thoughts will know what your intention was. Okay, so that's what Rashi says. Then we have another source called Sefer HaChinuch. Now, this is a very interesting and important source. This is a work written by Rabbi Aharon of Barcelona in the late Middle Ages, Sefer HaChinuch, which literally means the book of education. And it is a book that has an entry for each of the 613 commandments in the Torah, and it gives a brief description of the mitzvah, of the reasons for it, and some of the main uh, details of how to observe this. It is a very important classic source, and I always love uh, repeating this. It's so important to me. Um, it's called Sefer HaChinuch, the Book of Education, because he wrote this as a series of letters to his son when his son moved away. So you have a child that moves away, you write them letters or emails or texts or whatever you do today. So most people in their letters, how are you, son? How are you doing? Do you have enough money? And But what he did is, in each of his letters, he would review with his son some of the mitzvot of the Torah. And then finally, it was gathered together into a book. That's why it's called Sefer HaKinuch, because he used it as a way to educate his son after his son had moved away. Okay. So here's what Sefer HaKinuch says about this mitzvah of onaz dvarim, of refraining from hurtful speech. Mitzvah includes the prohibition not to cause pain to others through words, not to shame them or embarrass them. But then he says as follows, there's an important guideline in how to apply this mitzvah. And he says, it does not mean that if somebody comes and castigates you with harsh words, that the listener should not answer back. It's impossible for a person to be like a stone remaining unmoved when they have been verbally attacked. And furthermore, if a person remains silent when they are unfairly criticized, it might appear as if the person is acknowledging the truth of the insult person is not required to suffer damage inflicted by his fellow and not defend themselves. A person is permitted to defend themselves by the words of his mouth to protect themselves. However, the Torah does command us that when we do not come to argue and insult people when they have said something negative about us, rather, we should respond sweetly and pleasantly, and not to be excessively angry, 
for anger is the trait of the unwise. Of course, that takes tremendous self-control, but that's what this mitzvah requires. And then he continues. However, there are certain people whose piety is of such a high degree that they are able not even to answer back insults, lest their anger overcome them. And concerning them, our sages say, those who are insulted but do not insult in turn, who hear themselves humiliated and do not answer back, concerning them it is written, and those who love him, God, are like the sun rising in its splendor. Okay, that's what the Sefer Achinach says about this mitzvah. Now, permit me to share with you the commentary on this by Rabbi Yehuda Amital, a blessed memory. And I want to point out the insight that I'm going to share from Rabbi Amital is not just his commentary to this passage, it is really an expression of his entire approach to life. So listen to what he says. We learn a fundamental principle in the Torah's perception of man and a person's natural tendencies. The Torah does not require that a person suppress their feelings in order to fulfill the commandments. The Torah does not require a person who has been unfairly insulted to remain silent. That would go against human nature. And the Torah does not re require a person to go against human nature. Rather, the Torah guides a person how to respond in a way that does not lead to anger and more discord. And even with regard to those pious individuals that do not answer at all, notice it does not say that they do not feel any anger. Anger in such a situation is natural. It's a human inclination. Rather, those pious people manage to conquer their anger and not respond, but they still feel anger because that's a human emotion. And the Torah never requires a person not to be human. And he recalls, Rav Amital recalls, the famous words of the Kutzker Rebbe, Rebbe Menachem Mendel of Kutzk. The Torah, the, the, the Kutzker Rebbe used to say, God has plenty of angels. God is not looking for more angels who have no human inclinations or no human feelings. What God wants from us is to be people. That means mortal physical people with human desires and human nature, but people of sanctity, people who succeed in overcoming their urges and directing their inclinations towards sanctity and purity. That's what God is looking for in us. So I want to share with you a story. It's an amazing story. It's a powerful story that emphasizes what this should mean for us every single day. So this story was told by Benjamin Zander, who was the conductor of the Boston Philharmonic for many, many years. And in 2008, he gave a TED talk where he talked about his life and he told stories about his experiences and lessons he had learned in life. And then he told this last story. So now I have one last thought which is that it really makes a difference what we say, the words that come out of our mouth. And he says, I learned this from a woman 
who survived Auschwitz, one of the rare survivors of the Holocaust. She went to Auschwitz when she was 15 years old. Her brother was eight and their parents had been killed. And she says the following, we were in the train going to Auschwitz and I looked down and I saw my little brother's shoes were missing. I said to him, why are you so foolish? Can't you keep your things together for goodness sake? It was the way an elder sister might speak to a younger brother. Unfortunately, it was the last thing she ever said to him because she never saw him again. He did not survive. When she came out of Auschwitz, she made a vow. And here's what she said. She said, I walked out of Auschwitz into life and I made a vow. And the vow was, I will never say anything that could not stand as the last thing I ever say. Wow. Powerful words. Words that should ring and resonate in our ears. Words that we should remember every single day. I will never say anything that could not stand as the last thing I ever say. My friends, I want to wish you a wonderful, mindful, great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.